This is part three, where Carrie comes up with a plan. Chapter 7. Carrie has a plan. The creatures settled down to listen as Carrie stood up to speak. Carrie was a brave, strong, kind girl who always did her best to help. She had lots of adventures with her best friend Cosmo and part of her plan was to fetch Cosmo so he could help too. He lived just next door. Right everyone, we need to work together. I think we can find Barry and his family a new home. There are lots of dandelion patches in the garden and I'm sure one will be free. Mr Blackbird, can you fly over the garden and see if you can spot a patch? Not what? Can you fly to the compost heap and see if the giant with the green legs is there? Susan, I'm going to run and fetch my best friend Cosmo who I know will want to help. In the meantime, why don't you all try to enjoy the lovely refreshments in Buttercup Corner? What a to-do! What a to-do! said Notwot as he took to the air and headed towards the compost heap. Mr Blackbird took flight, singing his best song. Barry led his three little beetles towards Buttercup Corner. Susan, Margaret and Sandy stood very still and looked up as a shadow fell across the garden and two large green legs stamped across the lawn. Susan squealed and once again fell over backwards. Sandy gave a terrified and disappeared inside his shell. Margaret buzzed and flapped and finally collapsed into the head of a purple clover flower. Carrie saw the shadow and the green legs too. But she wasn't afraid. It dawned on her that it was not going to be too hard to help her animal friends and end the menace of the giant with the green legs. Chapter 8 The Giant with the Green Legs Carrie walked towards the dark shadow and the green legs. She was unafraid and ready to face the challenge that lay ahead. She stopped a few feet away from where the giant stood with his big green feet wide apart, solid on the ground. Carrie took a deep breath, smiled and said, Hi Dad, have you got a minute? I need to talk to you about something. Meanwhile, not what the owl arrived at the compost heap. It had not been disturbed, but there was a huge fork with big sharp prongs leaning against the tree beside the heap. I do not like the look of it, not one bit, said not what. I shall report it in the evening news. Mr Blackbird flew twice around the garden 
his bright eyes searching everywhere for a dandelion patch that would be suitable for a family of click beetles. He didn't see anything at first, but then on his third circuit, he caught sight of a bright yellow tuft poking up from behind the shed. Mr Blackbird landed on the shed roof, hopped over to the edge and peered down. He saw a magnificent clump of lush yellow dandelions beside a blackberry bush that was just flowering and an elderflower tree that would be full of berries later in the year. He threw his head back in delight and sang his longest and most complicated song. He had found paradise for Barry and his family and with room for several other small creatures too. He took off and flew as fast as he could to Buttercup Corner to deliver the wonderful news. Margaret and Susan recovered from their shock and made their way quickly to Buttercup Corner as the shadow of the giant with the green legs moved away. The creatures were trying to enjoy their refreshments, but they were anxious and uncertain. What if there isn't a dandelion patch for us, Dad? said one of the little beetles. Oh, what if the compost heap is destroyed? Oh, I can't bear to think about it, said Susan. What if the giant with the green legs treads on me and squishes me, said Sandy. Oh, come on, everyone. We must be brave and not give in to doom and despair, said Margaret, who was just as worried as everyone else but didn't want to make things worse. Just then, Mr Blackbird swooped down landed on the ground next to Barry and sang his wondrous song of elderflower and blackberries, lush yellow dandelions and a brand new home. Barry was delighted. Oh, mate, I can't tell you how happy you've made me and the little beetles. Barry and his family stood up on their back legs and clicked out a happy tune. But then, not what the owl alighted his face even more serious than usual. The celebration stopped and everyone looked at him. In the next episode, we learn some good news and bad news and find out how Cosmo is helping in the garden. If you'd like to say hello or tell us about your stories, check out East Marsh United on Facebook or on our website. (laughs) 